Mr. Williams was supposed to fill back-to-back -back time slots, but is currently unconscious on the studio floor. I don't think this qualifies as a legitimate appearance, regardless of how much more sense he'll make while asleep. <laughs> but do not despair, loyal listeners. As fate would have it, and a podcast podcast fan was waiting in the wings to debate our local scientists after seeing the show. Luckily for him, we can have a debate live on air, although it will be mostly one-sided. Thank you for having me on, Mr. Taylor. I do regret the circumstances under which I'm here, but I do appreciate the opportunity. We're glad to have you. Let's get right into it, shall we? Please, sir. Proceed. All right. Let's get this right on to the open. You're not a bona fide scientist, correct? That is correct. I have neither credentials nor formal education in any scientific discipline. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I mean this with no disrespect. You wish to challenge a recognized scientist with a degree? What do you bring to the metaphorical table? Well, for one, I had hoped to bring some common sense. You see, Mr. Taylor, I believe many of the fundamental laws governing the integrity of science are regularly tossed to the waste when it comes to modern studies and tactics. Uh, such as? Typically, one does not science things. Verbification is the act of using a noun or adjective as a verb. Usually this is done when one does not have the vocabulary to articulate a thought. <laughs> Noted. Uh, you're on a roll. I apologize for my candor, but I truly believe the dangers imposed by humans like him frivolously spouting nonsense are immeasurable. Well, the stage is yours, my friend. Where would you like to start? First of all, there are several branches that make up the science tree. You have biology, or science, chemistry, astronomy, zoology, the list goes on and on. Each requires training, study, and a healthy dose of trial and error before one is able to speak intelligently about it. And what is your branch? Where do you feel most comfortable in that science tree? I've always had a fondness for zoology myself, especially in today's ever-changing climate to chemically induced alterations, anomalies, and unnatural transfigurations. I must say, there is never a dull moment to lack of specimens to examine. I should note for our listeners, you are in fact a seven-foot-tall possum, correct? That is correct. Yes. Were you the possum that my first guest rushed off to battle? I do so regret that misunderstanding. I feel utterly abashed by the whole situation. I was merely attempting to open a dialogue with Mr. Williams before his segment. I wanted to warn him about making dangerous comments like one can safely mix non-smoky liquids together without any risk. Children, listen to this show. I can't argue with you there, but let me ask you, what happened to the survivor? Is she... <sighs> I didn't eat her, if that's what you're asking. What I meant is, is she okay? She ran out there to start a fight, and you're, well, you're a seven-foot-tall possum with teeth and opposable thumbs, and not to mince words, but your hisses are scary. Oh, where to hide my face? Forgive my speech impediment, it's not meant to be threatened. It usually manifests with, <laughs> I get nervous. Oh, <laughs> forget I said anything. Oh, she is fine, by the way. With risk of feeding a stereotype, I instinctively played dead. Unfortunately, they heard that tactic wasn't naturally designed for situations where the possum outweighs the opponent by 200 pounds, while that opponent was attempting to bear hug the possum. It was quite embarrassing. Mm. We had a lovely chat, by the by, while well, she was able to wiggle out from under me enough to talk. I'd like to point out that possums are naturally docile and helpful in a myriad of ways. I'm sure you are, but um, people don't take time to find out because, um, well, you know. Please, Mr. Taylor, enlighten me. Oh, you know, disease carriers, stuff like rabies and scurvy. Scurvy. Actually, thank you for bringing this up so I can set the record straight. We are quite disease resistant, in fact. Take rabies, for example. Our body temperatures are far too low for the disease to thrive. It's not impossible, mind you, but it is very unlikely. Fascinating. I had no idea. I'm so glad you came onto the show. 
I'm happy to help spread the word. Every little bit helps. And what else would you like to disprove while you're in the spotlight? Did you catch the part where you said cats mind meld with humans? Ha! Preposterous. <laughs> I know, right? He sounded somewhat believable right up until... Switching minds, yes. But melding minds is a ridiculous notion. What? Melding implies a merge or blending of objects. What good would it do to have a half-human, half-cat in a human's body, or a half-cat, half-human in a feline body? Could you imagine? This is more of a transference of consciousness between two separate bodies. The phenomenon truly piques my zoological interests. Um, you can't be serious. Uh, Essie, help me out here. Am I the only sane one in this studio? Aha, splendid. Would you like a demonstration? A dem- demonstration? No, I don't want a demonstration. Fear not, Mr. Taylor. No harm will come to anyone. This is an educational opportunity to reinforce the importance of communication. <laughs> Children listening to this show can't go around thinking melding and transference are the same thing. Here, allow me. Uh, CS doesn't like to be picked up. N- no, don't. Uh, oh, and he's got the cat. Who's a good widow kitty witty? You're a good widow kitty witty. Yes, you are. He picked S.C. up. S.C. never lets anyone pick him up. Uh, well, folks, let's see how this plays out. Uh, the possum has dragged the... Dragged. The possum has dragged scientists to the center of the studio. He's placing S.C. on the scientist's chest, and I've never seen S.C. be this compliant. Uh, the possum is now tapping Essie's back rhythmically. Essie is starting to get annoyed, but he's still playing along. Wow. I don't believe this, ladies and gentlemen. Essie is laser focused on the scientist's face. Essie? Essie fell over. Did you. He's fine, I assure you. What do you mean he's fine? He just rolled over. Oh dear. Lesson number one. Always conduct experiments in a controlled environment. What just happened? The scientist jumped up and ran out of the studio. Not exactly. The scientist's body jumped up and ran out of the studio, but under control of DSC. It was my fault. I should have known. A creature with an unsatiable curiosity and the ability to open any cabinet or door he wishes. What have I done? I'm a bit confused. <laughs> There's no way this is possible. There's no way this is happening to me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, by all indications, my cat's mind was melded to... Transferred, please. My cat's mind was transferred to this scientist. <laughs> oh, what can go wrong? Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, thank goodness this is alive. Come here, buddy. I-, I don't know what's going on, but I thought... You thought, whoa, whoa, I gotta tell. <laughs> yeah! No, th- th- that's it. Th- that's, th- that's all. Just stay safe out there, folks.